0: I love you so much.
1: I love you so much.
0: I worship you.
1: I worship you. you.
0: Say, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Lord Lord Jesus Christ.
0: You are my Lord.
1: You are my Lord.
0: You are my my Saviour.
1: You are my
0: yeah. sins. Yeah. Wash me with your blood.
1: Wash me with, Wipe me with your, blood. your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive,
0: forgive, me, my forgive sins.
1: me my sins.
0: Bless me today.
1: Bless. Bless me me.
0: Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha with
1: your power.
0: You are the the Omega
1: of the Holy Spirit.
0: I worship you. I adore you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I surrender to you. Take over me. Take over me. Lead me.
1: Lead me.
0: Guide me.
1: Guide
0: me. Say wonderful Holy Ghost.
1: Wonderful Holy
0: Ghost. I worship
1: you. I
0: worship you. I adore you.
1: I love,
0: I love you so much.
1: I love you so
0: much. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my, heart.
1: I open my, heart. I
0: open my spirit. I, open, I my spirit.
1: open my
0: spirit. Teach me your word.
1: Teach me your word
0: reveal to me
1: reveal
0: your divine revelations
1: your divine revelations
0: you bless me tonight
1: bless me tonight
0: in the name of jesus
1: in the name of jesus
0: the Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also tonight know that yes, Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, angels are here, we are in the presence of God. And tonight we will have a privilege. To sing unto God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get ready to sing unto God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. tonight will be going straight to the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Amen.
2: Our testimony as follows. Pain in the stomach healed. There is a woman who called for prayer, suffering from a pain on the right side of the stomach. She has been suffering from this pain for more than 15 years. She has undergone two operations, but the pain is still there. She even went to the scan, but they couldn't find anything. She was also suffering from a back pain. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone, and she began to manifest as the power of God touched her. The evil spirit in her confessed that it wanted her to commit suicide as it did not want her to be blessed. It said it entered through his daughter who was friends uh, with her. The man of God casted the demon out of her life, and she received her deliverance. All the pains in her body also disappeared after prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows every morning at half past six from... Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at 7 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Our midday service starts at 5 to 12. Then we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And to those Amen. who want to put in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, their banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will get the word of God from the book of 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, from verse 1 and IV. 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 2 verse 1 reads follows Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him we ask you brothers and sisters don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the men of lawlessness is revealed the men doomed to destruction He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped. So that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things. And you know, and now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the sacred power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Also tonight we'll be going straight to the Word of God, we'll be believing the Word of God to be taught with power of the Holy Spirit, power to heal, power to bless, power to protect in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Um, we're going to be going straight to the Word of God tonight from the book of Second Thessalonian. Um. Chapter 2 from verse number 1. The Bible reads as follows. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our being and our being gathered to him. We ask you brothers and sisters. I will, I will, I will take it from there. The Bible says that concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number 1. I want to tell you this. Apostle Paul is talking about the coming of Jesus Christ. That one day, Jesus Christ is going to come back. Jesus Christ is going to come back. That's what he's trying to talk about here. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he's talking about the second coming. Because Jesus Christ is, uh, is still going to come. And he was saying these things because by this time, there was uh, some people who were saying that um, he have already come. But Apostle Paul is trying to illustrate how Jesus Christ is going to come back. What are the events? Yeah. Because there is going to be events that are going to lead on the coming of Jesus Christ. There are certain things that must happen first for Jesus Christ before Jesus Christ comes back. But the fact is that Jesus Christ is still going to come back again. Hallelujah.
1: Amen.
0: You know, every Christian, every child of God, you ought to believe that. You ought to believe that, that Jesus Christ is going to come back. Not only believe it, but long for it. Expect to see it. Because this is one of the biggest problems. The devil want us to think it's a myth that Jesus Christ is going to come back. The devil wants us people to think that it's a story that Jesus Christ is going to come back. You know, there are some people who say saying that, you know, when they were born, their grand, our grand-grandfathers, grand-grandmothers, you know, they were told that Jesus Christ is going to come back. Uh, then when they were told that, okay, this thing to say Jesus Christ is going to come back, it did not start in our generation. It started long time ago. Long time ago. People have been expecting his coming and they were talking like that. Talking that Jesus Christ one day is going to come back. Then it seems like it's just a story, you know. It seems like, you know, It is just a story. It seems like it's just not a reality, and that's what the enemy wants. That we may end up thinking that it's a story. It's not a reality, because the moment you begin to think that it's a story that Jesus Christ is going to come back, that's when you relax. That's when you relax, people. That's when people relax and they leave. As if this world is our home. Or this world is their home. There's a problem. People who are not expecting Jesus Christ to come back. They live as if this world is their home. And if you are a Christian. And if you are a child of God. And you find yourself living as if this world is our home. Know that there is a big, big problem. There is a big, big problem because if if you now conform to the standard of this world and when you uh, conform to the standard of this world and don't expect and believe that he's going to come back, you begin to be busy a lot with the things of this world. And when you are busy a lot with the things of this world, you are not ready to receive him. You are not ready. You are not ready for rapture. You are not ready because what he's talking about here is rapture. You are not ready for rapture. When you are not ready for rapture, that's when he comes and you find that you are not ready. And you are left behind. Many, many people. That's the problem. The devil wants us to To think it's a myth. You know, like tonight when you're hearing that Jesus Christ is going to come back. In your being, in your mind, how much does it touch you? How much do you believe it? How much do you believe Not only in the service, even when you're out of the service, how much do you believe it? How much do you expect it? Or do you just believe it's another story? It's another story. No, it's a reality. Jesus Christ is still going to come back. And when he comes back as a children of the living God, we must be ready. We must be ready to welcome him. We must be ready to be raptured. Because that's what the Bible says that concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't end up there. And our being, being gathered to him. Our being, being gathered to him. What is our being being gathered to him? We are talking a bit about this a few weeks ago. Our being, being gathered to him is talking about, we're talking about those who are dead in Christ, receiving new bodies, being raptured unto Jesus. They are being gathered to him. Those who are still alive to be, to, to, to be quickened and to receive new bodies and to be with the Lord. Like what the Bible was talking about. Like what we are, I'm sure it is, right. this was last week, if not last of last week. Then our being being gathered to him to be raptured jesus christ want to be raptured by a church by a uh, he want to rapture a church that is ready he want to rapture the christians who are ready
1: Amen.
0: who are living every uh, as if every day is the last day of their life you know this is what is needed For a child of God to be ready to be raptured, we ought to live each and every day like it's the last day, our last day in this world. That's the best way to live it. This is the best way to describe it as a child of God. To be ready for rapture, to be raptured, to be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. We ought to live each and every day as if it is the last day in this world. Then you are ready. But if we are not living every day as if it is the last day of our life, we may be fined not being ready to be raptured because we will be busy with many things. We will be busy with many things of this world. So thinking that, oh no, Oh no, Uh, I'm still busy, I'm going to be busy with the things of God uh, maybe 10 years to come. I will be busy with the things of God, I will be serious with the things of God 15 years to come. Who told you that you have got 15 years? Who told you that you have got 15 years? As a child of God, we ought to live each and every day as if it's the last day here in this world. We need to be serious. We need to be serious with our Christianity. We need to be serious with our walk with Jesus Christ. Otherwise, if we don't do that, Jesus Christ is going to come back. When he come back, he find that we are not ready. When you find that we are not ready, you are not rapturable. And we don't want to do we don't want that. We don't want to miss heaven. We don't have to miss heaven. We want to be part of those who will be. who the Bible is talking about that who are being gathered to him. You know, the Bible talks about in the book of Matthew twenty five the parable of a of a ten virgins. The Bible says that five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. But both of them, they had a task. Their task was to welcome Jesus, was well to, to, to welcome the bridegroom. That was their task. But in order to welcome the bridegrooms, their lamps were supposed to be filled with oil. And the Bible said that the, the five ones, they were wise. Their lamps were full of oil. The other ones, they were they lamps. They were waiting for the bridegrooms, but their lamps were empty. The Bible says that the other one. They said that okay. When they they said that okay, can you please borrow us some oil? They say that oh, the foolish ones say that no. They they they're asking for the oil. The foolish one because their lamps were empty. Then the wise ones say that, no, if we give you the oil, we will all be not having oil. Go and buy. Because these ones were not prepared to welcome the bridegroom. They went and buy. As they went and buy, they find that the the bridegroom has arrived. And they have closed the door, the Bible says. When they say that, okay, we we are part of the five who are there, we were ten. Can you please open for us? The Bible says that, the bridegroom says that, no, I don't know you. Go back to where you come from. Then That is what is going to happen. If we are not ready, Jesus ready, the coming of Jesus ready is going to be the problem when Jesus Christ come back. It's going to be a problem when Jesus Christ come back, because we won't be ready. Amen. Children of the living God, we ought to be ready for the coming back of Jesus Christ. The coming back of Jesus Christ is a reality. And I want to tell you that whether Jesus Christ come back in our days or in the next generation, it doesn't matter. The fact is that he's going to come back. And I want to tell you this. And... um, To the person who is today, is their last day on this earth. It is as if their Jesus Christ have come back today. That's the reality of it. There is somebody who today, as we are speaking now, they are checking out of this world. It is their last day on this world. They are dying today as we speak. To that person who is dying now, to that person who is dying today, it is as if today... Hey, it is their day that their Jesus Christ has come back. Why? Because they are not going to do anything more from the day when they they check out of their body until Jesus Christ comes. They are not going to do anything more. They are not going to do anything more. That means somebody, when their life ends... When they check out of their body, it is as if their Jesus Christ has come back. Then whether Jesus Christ come back in our day, but the fact is that every one of us will check out of this world. Nobody is living in this world forever. In this world, we are just passing by. Each and every human being have been given days month, yes, to live in this world. But none of the human being was given to be alive forever in this world. No. No. Nobody was meant to be living forever in this world. Out of this world, yes, we are meant to live forever, our spirit. But our body, the chance that each and everybody have been given to live in this world. It is a certain time, of a certain time. It is a certain time of this world. Then that's why we ought to live as if we want to meet our Jesus. We need to be rapturable. We ought to live as if we are going somewhere. But never to live as if this world is our home. The problem is when we get to be so comfortable and we begin to act as if this world is our home. In reality, children of the living God, this world is not our home. This world is not our home. This world, we are in a journey. We are in a journey. In this world, we are just passing by. In this world, we are just passing by. Then this, this reality, we need to apprehend it. This reality, we need to believe it. This reality that this world is not my home, what is where, you know, this is, these are the questions that each and every one of us, we must ask ourselves, what is going to happen when I check out of this body? Where will my spirit go? Am I ready to meet Jesus? If today is the last day of my life, am I ready to meet Jesus? Am I ready to go to heaven? Am I ready to be raptured? Am I ready? These are the things that we need to ask ourselves each and every day. That if Jesus can come back today, if today can be the last day of my life, can I go to heaven? Can I be rapturable? If today is my last day, can I be rapturable? It's a thing that we must ask ourselves. So that we can be ready to meet Jesus Christ. Because unfortunately, many people on the last day of their life, they are not ready. Even though God gives them a signal to say, okay, you are about to check out. Maybe in the dreams. Because many people, before they die, they see it in their dreams. They see it in their dreams and all that. But... Many people on their last day, they are not ready. Only few, maybe those who are at the hospital, they begin to have the signal that they are about to check out, but most of the people who are checking out of this world, when they die, it is a surprise. They are surprised themselves that ah today was my last day. Today it was their last today was their last day. They are shocked. They are not ready. That's what the Bible says that Jesus Christ talked about the coming of the Lord. It will be like a thief. He will come like a thief. He will come. The Bible says he will, Jesus eh, he will come like a thief. Jesus will come like a thief. Even death comes like a thief. Like, why the Bible says that like a thief? The Bible is described like a thief because it's unexpected. Unexpectedly. They're not expecting it. But the child of the living God, as the children of the living God, we must be ready for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And concerning to be gathered to Him, we must be ready. We must be ready. Hallelujah. Say, Almighty Holy Spirit,
2: almighty holy spirit
0: help me to be ready
2: help me to be ready
0: for the coming of jesus christ
1: for
2: the coming of jesus
0: christ hallelujah yes as the children of the living god we ought to be ready by living each and every day as if it's the last day of your life by living because i want to i want to tell you i remember one time on this time there was this other great uh, people they called this man was a great man when they called this man was a great man they were remembering the things that he had done in, in his lifetime when they were remembering the things that he have done in his lifetime, I remember that time I was seated with somebody, and I was telling this person to say, "You know, our obituaries, our, you, our obituaries will not be written on the, on the day that you check out on this world. It will be written based on what you have done in your life." When you are still alive, that you have got a chance to say, to write your obituary. How? By how you live. By how you live. Why, why you, how you live in this world. You are writing your obituary. What will people say when you are gone, number one? And what will God say when you are gone? What will people <laughs> say? What will God say? It will be based on what you are, how you live today. What you do today. And some people, how they, they, how they are writing their obituary, they think that on the day of their funeral, that's when you're going to say, people, you must write this. No, even though it doesn't matter what people say about you, what matters is what God says about you. But also that, the Bible says that Jesus said, I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. And I will reward each and every person according to what they have done. How are you living today? Are you living for God today? Are you right? How are you? How do you want? How do you? What do you want God to give you tomorrow? What do you want people to say about you tomorrow? It will determine by how you live today. Each and every day, it's an opportunity to write your obituary. Each and every day is an opportunity to live. Each and every day is an opportunity that God is given to each and every one of us. And that's why it's very, very much important that we grab it, that opportunity with two hands. Because uh, a year is made out of a day. A year is made out of a week. It's made out of a month. It's like that. When, yeah. when they say that, okay, you are 80 years old, you are 50 years old, they are counting the number of days that you have lived. Then if you do not, if there was no quality in, the, in each and every day that you have put in each and every day, you may find that, okay, somebody have lived empty eight years. Because they have not done much in that eight years. They have not done much for God in that eight years. Because at the end of the day, at the end of our life, what matters the most, it is what we have done for God with our lives. The life well lived is the life that has been lived for God. That's why the Bible says that what will profit a man when he gained the whole of this world yet for his soul. What will profit a man? What will profit you? When you are trying to live for people. When you are trying to live for yourself. And not live it for God. What will profit a man? When we live our life in order to please the world. In order to please ourselves. Like tomorrow we will be reporting to ourselves. Tomorrow we will be reporting to God as tomorrow we are going to be reporting to God and what will matter to is going to be what we have done for Him, then we ought to live a life that is, that pleases God. A life we must not live for ourselves, but we ought to live for God. We not only have to live for God, we ought to work for God. It's very, very much important. Work for God when you still have got time. God has still given us a time. Somebody who today is their last day, when it comes to the reality that Jesus Christ is a reality, eternity is a reality, they wish they can be given more time. And their time is gone. Amen. Amen. The time wasted never regained. The Bible says that in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse number 19. The Bible says that do not store for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and vermin will destroy, when thieves will break in and steal. But store for yourself treasures in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, where thief do not break in and steal. Do not store, yourself. Do not. The Bible is trying to say, do not, because some people. Um are so captured with the, and attached with the things of this world. Their life is all about the things of this world. They are trying to store as much as possible, to store as much cars, to store as much houses, to store as much money in this world. But the Bible says that do not store for yourself treasures on earth where moth, vermin, destroy, where thief, break in and steal. But store for yourself where treasures in heaven and you store yourself treasures in heaven by working for God. By working for God. By living for God. Living each and every day as if it is the last day. By being determined. We need to be determined. We need to reschedule our schedule. We need to, to check our priorities so that we can prioritize the things of God. And in our days, in our life, in the days that God have given us, the time that God has given us, we use those times to work for God. We use that time to work for God. We don't let the God down and end up focusing on the things of this world. Many have in their life, you know, this person's focus was the things of this world. This person's focus was the things of this world. Indeed, he was successful. Indeed, he was successful. Indeed, he had many cars. Indeed, he had many houses. But one day, yeah. one day, they said that today is the last day of your life. Actually, yeah. nobody warned him. He just, he just realized it when it was happening. He was out of his body. He didn't want to go. Because he realized that all his life he was trying to accumulate things in this world: cars, houses, money in the bank account. Says, is your time happy on earth? Your time is up on say, no, I don't want to. I want to sling you. Say, no. Your time on earth is it is over. This life, this world is not your home. This world you are just passing by. Your time on earth is up. We have to take you to other place. Many are like that. Those who are trying to accumulate as much as they can in this world. When the day arrives for them to check out, they don't want to. They don't want to go. But as as a real children of the living God, your heart must be in the things of above. That's why the Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse number 21. For where you are, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you live to invest in the things of God... If you live to invest in heaven, your heart will be in heaven. Even the day they see that you see, your day has arrived to check out of the, in this world, you're not going to be saying, no, no, can I still be in this world? No, you will know that, no, it's my time to go and meet my, my master Jesus Christ. You will know is that it's my time to go and see what I've been working for every day. You will know that it's my time. To go and see heaven where I've been longing for. I've been praying to. It's my time. But if you are not ready, you are living for the things of this world. When that day will be coming, they say that it's time to go to heaven. You will find that a a whole Christian, because he was not focusing in the kingdom of God, he was focusing on himself. The angels come. It's our time to go. The person will be like, No! I don't want to go yet. Why they don't want to go yet? Is because they, have, they are so attached with the things of this world. A child of God who have lived for God, who have invested in heaven, when the time has arrived to check out of this world, they can't wait. It is a joy. It is a joy when you know that it is my time to check out of the body. It is a joy when you know that I'm going to meet my Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to meet my boss. But to someone who have never lived for him, who have never served him, when they're about to check out, they don't want to. They think, oh, what will Jesus Christ say now? Child of God, we ought to live as if every day is the last day of our life. We ought to remember and to know that this life is all about Jesus. This life is not all about us. It's not all about ourselves. It's all about Jesus. This life is all about Jesus. What matters the most in this life is all about Jesus. Nothing else Nothing else. And the person who, who will be successful in living it are those who have lived their life for Jesus Christ. And I'm saying this in order to refine our priorities, all of us. I want to tell you this. The devil doesn't want you to focus on God. God. No, every day he's working tirelessly that he may steal your focus. The devil is trying to steal your, your focus and your love for God that your life must not be all about Jesus. He wants that your life must be all about the things of this world. The devil wants us to end up being competing about the things of this world. What do I have? What car do I drive? Whatever. The things that the people of this world compete against. That's what the devil wants. So that we can be kept. He can capture us. And render each and every one of us useless when he is done with you. But as a child of God. We, now after this kind of a message that you are hearing. We must refine your goals that my life must be all about Jesus. I must be ready to meet him when that day arrives. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Fight for your prayer life. Fight for your Christian life. When the devil is bringing many things to catch up your attention so that your life can be all about the things of this world. Fight for it so that when that day arrives, when you're supposed to meet your master, you will, be you will be ready. You will be ready. You will be ready. You will be excited knowing that it is my time to be rewarded. It is my time. Do you know? Those who go to work, you know how it feels like at the end of the month when you know that the day has arrived for, you to the, for the money to come into your account, you are so excited because you know that you are going to be rewarded. So it must be for every child of God when you realize the time has arrived to meet Jesus Christ. The time has arrived to check out of this world. You must be excited knowing that my time to be rewarded has arrived. My time to be rewarded. Hey, for this, the Bible says that even the sweat, he will be wiping our sweat because we have been saving him. When that day arrives, you must be excited. Mm-hmm. I know when that day arrives, maybe some, some people they will be saying, "Why are you leaving us?" And you say, that, "No, no, this world is not my home. This world is not our home. In this world, we are just passing by. There is a wonderful place where we are going. And that place is called heaven because we are heavenly. Hallelujah. And tonight, I want us to go and pray as you're praying tonight. As you're about to pray tonight, talk to God tonight. As you're talking to God, help me to live for Jesus. Help me to be serious about the kingdom. Help me to be serious so that I can live each and every day as if it is my last day. Help me to focus, Holy Spirit. Help us to focus. May the Holy Spirit help us to focus. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray. Araba sudurku hancur bu syandaraba yater help us to focus oh master Holy go fire, 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 fire,
1: fire, 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 fire,
0: fire, 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 fire,
1: fire, fire, fire,
0: fire, 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 in my body, in my career, in our families, in
1: our countries,
0: in our countries, head fire
1: now, head fire now.
0: I command them. I command them.
1: Come out. 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 Out.
0: Out. Celebrate the progress in my life in my life in my family in In our countries in our our anything anything. let there be miracle jobs
1: let there be be miracle miracle jobs
0: say I command,
1: I command. Everything, to
0: everything to turn around for my good
1: in the name of Jesus
0: Christ, the of Jesus Christ. say let there be peace
1: let there be
0: Say peace, peace in my life, in my life, in my family, my family. In, our in, family. in our countries, our
1: country. say let there,
0: let there be peace in the name of Jesus. Then this morning, this evening, there may be someone who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Christ.
0: You are my Lord.
1: You are my Lord. Lord.
0: You are my Savior. You
1: You are my Savior.
0: Yeah. Wash me with your blood.
1: Wash me, wash me with your blood. Yeah.
0: Forgive me my sins.
1: Forgive me my sins.
0: Bless me today.
1: Bless me today.
0: Protect me from today.
1: Protect me from today. Me from today.
0: With your power.
1: With your power. power
0: of the Holy Spirit,
1: of the Holy Spirit,
0: in the name of Jesus,
1: in the name of Jesus, say
0: from today,
1: from today,
0: I am born again.
1: I am born again.
0: I am saved i am saved in the name of jesus
1: in the name of jesus
0: hallelujah
1: Amen.
0: wow congratulations i just want to remind us that um tomorrow we are praying and fasting it's a friday And uh, those prayer points that we are going to share in our WhatsApp groups, we will be praying about them tomorrow. And um, with our Holy Communion service, we're still going to continue with it. We're still going to continue with it as the time goes by. And tomorrow, let us get ready for intense prayer to pray like we have never prayed before. As tomorrow is our, uh, our biggest prayer uh, of a week. And as we pray, we will see the mighty hand of God in every sector of our life in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us share the grace, amen, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Amen.
0: The love of God.
1: The, love of
0: God. the fellowship of the Holy Spirit.
1: The fellowship of the Holy Spirit.
0: Be with us all.
1: Be with us all.
0: Surely goodness all. and love.
1: Surely goodness and love.
0: Shall follow me.
1: Shall follow me.
0: All the days of my life.
1: All
0: the days of life. and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
0: In the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: I want to say to you tonight have a blessed and a wonderful night in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye.